0: All right, Ulysses, we move along in our discussion of the 40-man roster decisions for the Rays. Uh, That'll be on today's episode. And a little preview for Friday. We've got a really fun mailbag episode scheduled. So stay tuned for today and tomorrow.
1: Yes, uh, fun episodes ahead. Uh, If you haven't listened to the the past two episodes, we suggest that you do so because they're just a continuation from this 40-man crunch rule five draft conversation that we're having. And it's going to get tougher today. Uh, A lot of more complicated decisions that will have to be made. So grab your highlighters, grab your pens, paper, everything that you might need, and let's get started right now.
0: You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss.
1: I'm Ulysses Sombrano.
0: And we are the hosts of the Locked on Rays podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked on Rays your very first listen every day And remember, Locked on Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. And you can email us anytime, Locked on Rays at gmail.com. So picking up where we left on yesterday's episode, we uh, as co-GMs here uh, for the week, if you will. we've inserted Curtis Mead and Taj Bradley onto the 40 man, which again, rule five eligible prospects. That also means they have to be on the active roster for the entirety of the season. Unless I guess if you really want to get creative and trade one or more of these rule five eligible prospects, I guess that could also be true. That could technically be a strategy. Um, Big picture here is, you know, the, the Rays they, they've got such a long list of, candidates that they add like seven rule five eligible prospects with an intention to trade a a slew of them.
1: Yeah. You could do that. You could do that. Uh, You could also trade guys that are already on the 40 man and then to make space for, for these uh, guys in the rule five. So there's a lot of complexity. So we're just, uh, you know, we're we're just picking a lane. Like we hear that a lot with, with bullpen usage. Now it was this lane. Um, so this is our lane. Uh, of 40-man uh, roster, roster construction and Rule 5 draft eligibility. Like Kevin said, Mead and Bradley are in. Shagwa and Bly Madras, we, we, we landed on that yeah. pronunciation, Bly if
0: we If we can't pronounce – and, again, we've had our share of uh, pronunciation issues with uh, previous players, but if uh, we can't uh, pronounce his name or pick him out of a lineup – He's uh, not going to be on the roster uh, by this start of spring training 2023 for the race. That's, so,
1: that's in the footnote of, you know, when you're like sign something, like you're signing your life away of a hundred page yeah. document. That's on the footnote. If we can't pronounce your name, I'm sorry. You're, you're out. Um, okay, let's keep going. I have a new yes. name, Kevin. This okay. guy, uh, 24 years old. Let's see if, if this uh, strikes you uh, as good. 186 ERA in AAA, 202 FIP, 82 left on base percentage rate. You know I love that stat, 82%. Yes. Um, and if that doesn't speak to you, how about a 10? Um, the walk rate is a little bit high at 10%, but when you strike out at a 36% clip, Perhaps that doesn't matter that much. Of course, I'm talking about Colby White. I believe he should be protector. He's coming out of Tommy John's surgery. He missed all of the 2022 season. Uh, He should be back by June, early estimates. That, I believe, he was going to be an integral part of this year's bullpen already. Um, And then Tommy John happened in spring training. Yes, I, I, I don't see how this guy isn't protected. Um, knowing what he could possibly do for this bullpen. So going
0: back a little bit, you would be more comfortable with having a Colby White on the active roster as opposed to JT Chagual. I'm just kind of trying to yes. walk through this.
1: Okay. Yes. Yes. I think I think the ceiling for Colby White is 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 much higher than JT Chagua's um, ceiling for sure yeah because we are also trying to win ball games here yes we're trying to win ball games but we are also friends of Stu okay Stu employs us for for these episodes so we got to keep the budget under control here fellas okay we got we we know what we're working with here um so Colby White is going to be cheaper than a JT Chagua
0: That is true. That is true. And I will also add that the games count as much in April and May as they do in August, September as well. Um, But I'm with you. I do think um, Colby White, there's been, just like with Todd Bradley and Curtis Mead, maybe not to that extent, but he's been a guy that's uh, been, uh, he's made a buzz about himself for lack of a better term and we know how the rays love to throw out and incorporate different relievers now the question is uh i will as co-gm uh allow the addition of colby white but who are we removing from the roster in that case i personally would uh I mean, this name is staring at me in the face. Calvin Fauche.
1: Just to make it easy for everybody to to follow along, pitcher for pitcher, sure. Let's do it. Calvin Fauche, your your time has come. I'm sorry it didn't work out. I hope you, you know, you have a great career, and maybe with the Rays, after this 40-man roster crunch is over, maybe you don't have a team by February, and we pick you up. Yes. But uh, for now... You know, apologies.
0: Yes. And uh, let me go into my makeshift spreadsheet here and add Colby White and eliminate Alvin Fauche. Yeah. And now, who is if there is going to be a fourth Rule 5 eligible prospect to be added to the 40-man, who will that be and who should that be? And this is where the exercise gets tougher after yes. mead bradley and white again you could go with Edwards. you could go with hunt you could go with hernandez basabi meisner jones wisely shitton witherspoon we can go there's other guys as well there's jose lopez um i yeah oh, it's your turn yeah i and again might need some group think on this one but okay uh <sighs> I'm going to make this relatively easy on myself here. Uh, And I need some time to think about it, which is why we're going to talk about Roan before uh, we make this decision. Again, we want to be thorough with all this. And um, something that can help our decision-making and your decision-making, quite frankly, uh, is the commuter shirt. The commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. And to do that, you head over to roan.com slash locked on. That's R-H-O-N-E dot com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, one word, and use the promo code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to save 20% off your entire order. That, again, is 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on, it is time to find your corner office comfort, and you can do that with the commuter shirt. In fact, if we were uh, legitimately co-GMs in the Razor organization, uh, I would make it uh, one of my first directives to order commuter shirts for all the uh, front office staff, uh, non negotiable. Non-negotiable, I say. It, it'll make you more productive and it'll make you feel much better about getting through that uh, 8 to 5, 9 to 5, whatever it may be. T- to be honest, though, I mean, we, we work in professional sports, so we're, you know, working 12, 14, 16-hour days. So uh, that's where the commuter show really comes in handy. Uh, moving on here, um, as it stands right now, uh, we've got two pitchers and one position player. from the Rule 5 list. Yeah. I, with that, am going to choose a position player. Okay. And there's a lot to choose from. And I'm trying to figure out who that next guy would be. And I might need some assistance on this. That's fine. Uh, I've got the stats, baby. Okay. I mean, are we going with your talent? Are we going with who is the most MLB ready? Is there a certain positional need more so than another? Uh, I think all of those factors, prospect? Kevin. Because
1: uh, you, what do you need for the MLB uh, for for the MLB team? What who is more likely to take get taken out from a Rule Five draft? Again, let's go back to the rule 5 draft like what it actually means if they're selected people they must remain in that other team's 26 man roster unless barring injury so also if you really like a prospect and they're very low in the ranks like what are the likelihood that another, that the Chicago White Sox are going to pick yes. a high a plus prospect from the race like are they really going to take that chance like i don't think so so you're maybe my looking upper, but again, talented. If that guy is really talented and he's in a, high A just because of other circumstances, you might also want to protect him. Who knows? It's a combination.
0: Oh, this is tough. And I'm looking at the the active roster. Uh, we've got... Man... Between catchers, infielders, outfielders. Um, well, maybe let me go with this a little bit backwards. Let me remove uh, Luke Rayleigh off the forty man. So sure. all okay. intents and purposes, replacing Luke Rayleigh. Uh I. I might need your help with this.
1: I don't know who to go with. I. I, I, I mean. I yeah. will uh, look j- just because you gave me an outfielder. I'm going to reply with an outfielder who hit 241, 340 on base, 4046 slugging. So that's a 786 OPS, 10 home runs in 66 games. He's got pop. Yes. Okay, he's got pop. Uh, 25 uh, percent strikeout rate might be a little bit high, but if you got pop, you are okay with that. 12% walk rate. I dig that. Friend of the program, Grant Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. Lefty bat too, by the way, just like Luke Grayley. So, you want to get rid of Luke Grayley? Grant Witherspoon is right there. By the way, by the way, just one more thing. Tremendous yeah. defense. Uh the highlight reel for for Grant Witherspoon this year, I mean, it's 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 really cool and especially in those last two games, he came through clutch not only with his plate discipline in the walks, but also with, with his glove work. Diving plays to his left, to his right, to, to the fence. The, the, the kid can, can do it all.
0: I agree, and I am more excited about the prospect of Grant Witherspoon than I would be with Luke Rayleigh. No disrespect. Um So that takes care of that. Uh, I guess, given some time to think here, uh, again, I'm going to think backwards and work backwards. Uh, Do we remove Miles Mastroboni from the 40 man?
1: Not somebody I had in mind, but I will listen to your arguments on who you would uh, switch Miles Mastroboni for.
0: That's the thing is
1: these guys have been
0: hyped up. You have Xavier Edwards, you have Greg Jones. I'm not um, Greg Jones, friend of the program, by the way. I think his tools are louder than Xavier Edwards, but Xavier Edwards may be more MLB ready, but I don't think Xavier Edwards is or will be an impact player either. Oh. Oh, man. I'm trying to work through this here. I can
1: I can I give you an, can I give you a, a little compa- comp uh, so that so that you we might just scratch out a player. Yes, that would help. Okay, uh, Xavier Edwards, of course, comes in in, in, in that uh, San Diego trade, uh, which famously Snell said what he said, and we all and know he's not that, wrong. So- As of this recording, he is not wrong about that quite frankly. Well, that's my point with this, Kevin, is that yes, he does have versatility. Um, the switch hitting might kind of not work uh, for him. Um, he's actually, as a right-handed batter, he's he has an OPS of 759. Um, with uh, the the other, when we, when he's a left-handed batter, he's a 641. So right. maybe just drop the one and, and, and keep the other. But I wanted to to just kind of do a comparison with somebody that we know, and that's Taylor Walls. And I looked at Taylor Walls' AAA numbers and I compared him to Xavier Edwards. Okay. <laughs> what, uh, what do you think is Taylor Walls' um, OPS in AAA? Uh, probably. After seeing uh, him in MLB, after seeing what he did in MLB, what do you think his OPS was in AAA? I would say in AAA it was probably like 720,
0: 710. Okay. Okay. It was slightly eight, over 700.
1: 831. Wow. Taylor Walls, for those listening and watching and subscribing to YouTube, thank you very much. Taylor Walls had an 831 OPS in AAA. Xavier Edwards had a 678 OPS. And I'll go one more further. Okay. What do you think was Xavier Edwards' WRC Plus in AAA? 70, 75. Close enough. 84. He had an 84 WRC Plus. Do you care to uh, guess what Taylor Walls' WRC Plus was in AAA?
0: Um, Based on what you said earlier, I would say...
1: 1 8 125 wrc plus for taylor walls so we've all watched taylor walls in major league baseball and what he has done with the bat does he sound like a 125 wrc plus 831 ops guy we haven't seen that at all so a guy that in AAA is 678 OPS and an 84 WRC plus, what can he do with MLB pitching? And again, everybody has different development curves and, and, and growth, and not everybody has to hit the same at different levels, all, all that. I think Xavier Edwards is actually younger than Taylor Walls by a couple of years in AAA. So all yeah. right.
0: Um, Having said that... You know what? I... I'm gonna I'm gonna chase change course here completely. I'm not gonna add Greg Jones to the 40 man. I'm not going to add Xavier Edwards to the 40 man. And I did mention Miles Mastroboni, and yes, taking him off the 40 man. Um, a guy who uh, the numbers don't lie, and I know he uh, wasn't uh, he, he wasn't high on prospect list, or probably still isn't super high on prospect list, but Production counts for something. Give him a shot, Brett Wisely. I'm adding him to the 40-man roster. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. What he's done uh, at each level, and I know he struggled in. I mean, he played five games in in AAA, but uh, yeah, tore it up in AA. I mean, if we're just just merit based on the field, I think you might have to give it to. Brett Wisely, in uh, in comparison to Xavier Edwards, hey, we already got Vidal Bruhan on the roster. Why yeah. do we need Xavier Edwards? Uh, Greg Jones, he's you know 23 going on 24, and he still hasn't gotten out of Double A, and it's not like he's totally killing it and crushing it in Double A, despite him maybe being the most athletic prospect in the race system. So uh, I give it to uh, pure ball player, Brett Wisely.
1: And again, we have to go back to that. What are the odds that another team is going to be like, hey, can you give me a guy in AAA who has a 678 OPS and a w- and an 84 WRC+, plus, but he's really good with the glove? Yeah, maybe the Los Angeles Angels, whatever they're called now, the, the Anaheim team, the Mike Trout team, there we go. Yeah, maybe they do need some glove-first guy, and they could keep an Xavier Edwards for the entirety of the year, because they're like, look, we got the offense. We just need some help with the glove. Edwards can help us with that. Yeah, there is a chance of doing that. But again, I don't see from the offensive side a lot of teams lining up for the, these, these prospects that are not really producing with the bat. So you have to protect the ones that would be enticing for other teams. Hitting is enticing. Brett Wisely, I, I think that's that's not a bad pick at all.
0: Okay. Uh, so now it would be your turn technically to – well, I mean you kind of made a previous pick for me because I couldn't decide on things. But um, I guess we have added four – is my math right here? We've added yes. Mead, Bradley, White, and uh, – Wisely. And Wisely. So what do you say? Room for one more Rule 5 ad? Man, I had two more. Okay, I, we'll will cross that bridge when we cross that bridge. Let's let's hear those two names.
1: Um, actually, I had three. <laughs> I just all right. I let's just saw hear that. those three names and see. All if right. We can... So the the first name I want to put out there is Jose Lopez. Uh, he's a reliever. Okay. He's in Double A. Uh, fifty five innings pitched, two sixty ERA, two seventy FIP, thirty nine strikeout rate. Hello, yes. Also, the walk rate is at fifteen. So, all right. Don't 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 be expecting everything but he's 24 years old this kid i i mean i think there's something there that you could protect um in the pitching side of things uh so jose lopez would be one my second name okay uh, hang on yeah so
0: if if we're if we're eliminating jose or if we're adding jose are we taking off the 40 man or do you want to mention the three names first and then go into that decision
1: well, yeah, let's mention the first the, the first three names and then and then go to okay. uh, yeah. Fair so enough. Those are my three options because maybe you don't agree that all these three guys should be should be uh, should be protected. So let me let me give right. you these three. Maybe we can make it fun and You say only one or only two or, or 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 the three of them. So that's my first guy, Jose Lopez. Uh, I think he's 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 great. Seventy five left on base percentage. Like that could even increase with 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 better um, information uh, from 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 the major league team. Okay, my second guy. I'm sorry, uh, you you might call me a little bit, uh, you know, biased, but I'm going Blake Hunt. Uh, Blake Hunt, yes, it's a little. The OPS is a little bit underneath 700, but he's a plus 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 defensive catcher. Everybody raves about his leadership qualities and his framing job and the blocking that he does and the arm and. I mean, from everybody in AA uh, has really good things to say about Blake Hunt defensively. He's 24 years old. We know catchers are going to have a bit of a trouble with, with the bat, with the offensiveness. And the Rays don't care usually about what yeah. you can do with the bat if you're behind the plate. They want to know how good you are with the pitching staff. That is actually a positive for Blake Hunt. So they're not really looking for his offensive stats he was a one of the guys that was Rule Five eligible last year, but without the draft happening, he's kind of the backlog. So, could he be a guy yeah. that uh, is picked by other teams? Again, he's in Double A, so he might not be very. Um, um, likable is not the, the adjective i'm eligible
0: to uh, be added to the active roster for another team
1: yes without triple a uh he might not be you know in the in, in team's first uh um options my third guy uh he is a little bit in the um in in the down i think he just got to double a this year uh, at least a cup of coffee in double a so I'm going behind my my, my uh, back on my on my first thing. Like, what are the likelihood? What is the likelihood that another team is going yeah. to pick the guy if they're so low? But the numbers, I I I was, I was, incredible. Like, Oslavis Basabe, like, nine point three walk rate, nine point seven strikeout rate. Are you serious? It's a wash. The walk to strikeout rate. Yeah, that's that's amazing. An 860 OPS, a 130 WRC plus. Are you are you bleeping me? I mean, what 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 is this? I mean, no pop. Okay, li- literally no pop, no home runs. Uh, it's just extra base hits. Uh, but he does go 46 percent of the time oppo field. So this is a guy that knows the strike zone, has great plate coverage and knows how to handle the bat. That is not the qualities that you could say about more than three guys in the active roster right now for the race. So I know he's young, uh, so the pop could come later, maybe not a lot, but he's 22 years old. So these aren't my three possible last additions. Jose Lopez, good reliever type uh, in the back end of the bullpen. Oslavis Basavit, no pop, but really good plate discipline so far. And third, Blake Hunt, not super hot with the bat, but plus plus defensive catchers. Out of uh catcher. Out of those three options, what are you feeling? One, two, all three. What do you think? It's really tough because uh obviously
0: Blake Hunt, friend of the program, um and tied in with that, uh, we know the, the catching situation, of. well, we don't know about what the Rays are going to do with Mike Zanino, but Mejia and Bethencourt, and I guess Renee Pinto, um, you're looking at, I think it's fair to say more offensively minded catcher. So really having that true, true defensive stalwart, um, in the backdrop could be helpful. Um, Jose Lopez. I mean, the thing with that is, uh, we we talk about it all the time. Diamond dozen with relievers. They can, you know, they, they don't have to add Jose Lopez. You know, they don't have to protect him. They can find somebody else to slip in and fill whatever role or need um, sure. they they want from that. Basabe. That's who I would target and make a priority as an absolute add. And and quite frankly, I, I might have spoken too soon. I mean, again, if we're only capping it at at four players, five players, I almost think you have to find a way to get Basabi into the mix, into the fold, because of the what everything that you mentioned, um, fast riser, and he could be a guy that um, that hit tool um it's rare rare these days i I don't care about the power i think that the rays are going to be able to find that at 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 another juncture i don't think they're going to find that internally necessarily that's something that they're going to have to go into free agency or the trade market to find that power and, and the power that they want immediately too they they don't want to wait for it to develop but we've look at what guys like uh like Harold Ramirez, what he did this year. Like yeah. I see Basabe kind of in a mold like that, except perhaps more athletic and dynamic. Um, yeah. And again, like I know it's, it's so funny and, and interesting that um, I guess we say the same names over and over. We say Xavier Edwards, we say Greg Jones. Um, I mean, they, they really don't hold a candle to the production that Basabe has
1: put forth, and he's younger. Might I? He's ask. younger. I know he only got a taste of double A this year, but it's really but impressive. 50, when you, you know, see fifty-five his,
0: games. What he put up in those fifty-plus games?
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. So so far, just as a recap, we protected Curtis Mead, Tash Bradley, Colby White, Brett Wisely, Grant Witherspoon, and Aslavis Basabe. That is six players. Okay. I, I,
0: you know what? I'm I'm going to use my co GM powers and say that we have to add Basabe and remove a combination of either Witherspoon or Wisely.
1: I'll give you one better. Okay. What up? What about if we don't pick between either one and just add all six? And drop six from the from okay. the roster. Because we've already dropped JT Shagwa. We dropped Calvin Fauche. We dropped Jimmy Yacabonis. We dropped Bly Madris. Okay. We dropped Luke Rayleigh. So we need one more. And this one's easy for me. Do you uh, know the name I'm thinking about to drop? Uh his first name starts with an R, and his last name starts with a Q. Roman Quinn, it's been nice. Thank you so much. Maybe see you later one day, but uh yeah, you gone. I like it so we have again that's why you have uh
0: you you have uh, you know sometimes you've got one guy making all the decisions, but I like this co g m model between us where we're bouncing ideas and ping ponging things off each other uh I think so, it's good, so yeah. We've decided it that, that we're adding six rule eight, five uh, eligible prospects. The six, 40-man. yeah, eight, okay. Six and,
1: and it and it could be up to seven or eight. Uh, maybe yeah. the racist side on only doing three. Who knows? But there are names there. I, I would if I if I could have my cake and eat it too. I I would add uh, Blake Hunt. Like I told you, Her- Eriberto Hernandez is also an interesting one. But uh there's not a lot of, of guys who you would be able to drop. I know people are going to, you know, point fingers at, oh, well, you know, could you drop Yarbrough or Fleming or right. or Pochet? But um I don't think they will.
0: Um, and I know we're going a little bit long here, but just for uh poops and gigs. Um give it to me. I you know, say the the high, you know, we we've been overruled here yeah and we can only add three players all this discussion that we've had three players we know we have curtis mead we know we have taj bradley we have a we have spot we have room for one more is it colby white like we've gone in order or is it somebody else is it Basabi? is it you know, any of the other guys that we have, we shouldn't have
1: added to the list. I would have to go with who is the one, the player that has the highest likelihood that another team could see him being a contributor right away for that team. Yes. Right away. That
0: that is also a fact, but let me also, again, the thing there, everything is on the table as far as teams thinking and trying to come up with that next frontier, that next wave, that next inefficiency, if you will, there could be a team out there that uh, has absolutely nothing to play for totally in rebuilding mode. And they're just trying to acquire prospects with no intention to
1: play said player or to just IL them the whole year. Perhaps I don't know. You know, or- I don't know. That's too. That's that's too conspiracy theorist. Okay. Of, uh, but I see what you mean. But in that in that case, that's that's the 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 standard I would be. Uh, I w- I would utilize is who can help another team right away, and it's not Brett Wisely. It's not Oslavis Basabe. And it's not Kobe White because of the injury. It's Grant Witherspoon. It's Grant Witherspoon. Ooh. He he. Okay he could give you some pop, man, from the left-hand side and, and provide you good defense. He could be a fourth outfielder, fifth outfielder for a team that needs it. So if you go with that standard, I would protect Grand Witherspoon before everybody else.
0: That's fair. That, that, that's very fair. Um, let me just ask this. Um, do you think by the end of 2023, Oslevis Basabe makes his major league debut?
1: No. Okay. No, I think Is they're going to let him cook a little bit. Do you think that he would be capable
0: of making his major league debut?
1: If he keeps going another? like he's going, yeah, I think he 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 would. Yeah, I think he would. But um now a lot of a lot of good good lists here. If if you don't agree with our picks, okay, drop yours on the comment box on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe. Hit that like button, please, to make sure that we reach as many race fans that do not know of Locked On Race as of yet so we can reach out to them. But uh, this has been fun, man. This is yes. th- this type of conversation. And this is going to be a never-ending topic because we we really like this stuff and it's always a really good topic to to dive into.
0: And I could be totally wrong and off base here, but... And who would have thought that in 2022 going into 2023 that Xavier Edwards and or Greg Jones would not be part of the equation, at least in our own exercise. But I, I really don't know how they find their way on to the 40 man slash active roster unless the intention is, all right, we're going to bulk add these guys and package them in a trade with another team. Or you're, or you're
1: or you're talking, oh, a Jonathan Aranda, Vidal Brujan, Taylor Walls, ship them off in a trade. Oh, we have three extra spots. Come in, Xavier Edwards. Come in, Greg Jones. Come but in. But that's the issue.
0: I don't think they're major league ready. Like, as much as we, you know, crap on Vidal Brujan sometimes and Taylor Walls, and not really Jonathan Aranda, although it was defense, you know. Um, but I I don't think I don't think Edwards nor Greg Jones could produce or or even, I don't want to say remotely ready, but I would rather have what we have right now than trying out Xavier Edwards and Greg Jones. I don't think that would go –
1: the numbers are the numbers man i i gave you the comp for what taylor walls did in triple a and what xavier edwards did in triple a taylor walls looks like bryce harper next to a replacement level player yeah and we know what taylor walls did against mlb pitching how could we expect xavier edwards to do better than that right. when he couldn't do it at triple a like taylor walls did so in my book it's yeah. kind of an easy it's kind of an easy choice for me to yeah. not protect Xavier Edwards. Now, now other teams yeah. like, yeah, maybe they, the angels could pick him up because they're just looking for defense, right, I get right. it. but I'm willing to just let that be uh, a
0: possibility. And conspiracy theory, maybe some of their ineptitude as far as the overall numbers go, uh, could it deal with them? Just like flip side pitchers of. Uh, Hey, they're trying to work on a particular angle, or they're they're focusing on on one thing in particular, um, or they've just stagnated, and uh, they they believe that they should be moved on and moved up, and they're not really giving it their all, which probably you know speaks to a character and makeup question as well. But you know sometimes you get you you, you don't realize your potential because you're not in a place that you think you should be, that you should be um, somewhere else. And you, you you do see that on occasion where a guy is, you know, you look at his triple a numbers and it's like, "Eh, how's this guy ever going to shake it at the big league level? And they end up, you know, being much better than you would have expected. So, um, and and I don't know about all that. All, all I can go off is, uh, the, the pure numbers, if you will, and the profiles of these types of players, um, which, Again, there's there's probably going to have to be a turning point for the Rays. Of yeah, it's great to have these athletic up the middle types, but at some point you <laughs> you need some pop too. You need some some boppers in the middle of the lineup. You know, yeah, it's great you can play four positions and you're slick handed and and you're super fast, but uh, you need a little bit of a balance there as well. So um, yeah, I know we're running long here, but
1: that's you know that's part of uh, what makes this it's- fun and and. Yeah. It won't be the last time we talk about this because this is going to be fun. Yeah. And when the World Series ends, the 60-day IL deadline comes and then the R- Rule 5. So this is just a little taste yeah. of what's to come, people. We, we won't be doing make-believe. It'll the, the actual decisions
0: will be made by the people that get paid to make those decisions. So, Correct. Uh, and yeah. we can dive into um, the reasoning behind that as well. So uh, before we make this a 40-minute episode, we haven't had those in a while, uh, we should – uh thank you all for making the locked on Raised podcast your very first listen every day now be sure to make your second listen the locked on today podcast like our podcast that is also free and available on all platforms hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and stay tuned for a special mailbag episode on friday that'll be fun